You Do, the podcast that explores various occupations and industries and arms you with information about what that position entails and how someone gets that job. This show is for anyone who's ready for a career change or who's just entering the workforce. What will we discover today? Lead in and enjoy the show with your host, Chris. Welcome to episode four of What Do You Do? The Career Podcast. In this episode, I met with another Redditor named Noel, who is a art handler, and he works with an art conservationist to help ensure that art gets from A to B safely. I'd like to go ahead and share a quote before we begin the interview. It is, failure will never overtake me if my determination to succeed is strong enough by Og Mandino. That's a pretty good one and a favorite of mine. Anyways, here's the interview. All right, I'm here with Noel. He is a art handler on his way to becoming a art conservationist. Um, how about you give us a little bit more in depth, Noel, on uh, what you do? Well, um, our day-to-day, mostly what we do is uh, art conservation. We do objects conservation. So, um, for example, right now we're working on two wooden statues to re-strengthen the joins in the uh, in the wood. Um, we're using all kinds of different putties and glues and making sure everything's getting, getting strong before we repaint over the surface. Um, that's just one example of what we do. A couple months ago, we were in charge of handling uh, packing and shipping of about 250 glass pieces um, all over the country. Uh, so it's 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 kind of a variety as far as what we do, but we do a bunch of things within the art field. All right. Um, how how did you find this current job? Are you are you trained in this classically, or how did you um, land in this position? Well, I have a degree in philosophy and political science, so uh, I have, I have basically no background. Um, I've always been interested in art in various forms as a musician for a long time, um, and. A family friend, I'm moving to my current town, and um, a family friend introduced me to the guy that I'm currently working with, and uh, we had a bit of a test run. I was helping him with this uh, glass auction that I mentioned earlier, and uh, it was my job to do all the business side of everything that he did. He said to me, um, you know, I'm very good at what I do, but what I do is not business. Uh, So I helped him send all the emails to everybody who needed to get contacted. I coordinated all the shipping. I I set up a truck um, to basically hit various spots along the southwest and um I, I did the kind of the business side and he taught me a bunch of the packing along the way and uh, since then we've worked together and um and have kind of been growing the business a little bit and uh, it's it's been a fun ride i've been learning a lot from him now what you do now is this like personal art or is it museums needing stuff cleaned up or or what's your clientele like uh, it's a little bit of both um my boss's background, um, his name's Larry Sisson, his background um, is in institutional collections. Uh, he was a Mellon Fellow at the Cleveland Museum of Art. Um, so he, he's used to uh, institutional size collections. Um, that's not to say that he, does, um, he doesn't do smaller things. Um, for example, we have um, a maid service that comes to us and asks for repairs um, on broken things that they you know, bump into. Um, and he does an amazing job restoring it to what it originally looked like. And, uh, you know, we send him back home. Now, we also handle things that are exceptionally large. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Art Basel in Miami Beach. Um, my 
boss, Larry Sisson, it, um, is the warehouse director for that art show. Uh, it's one of the big. It is the biggest art show in the United States. Oh, yeah. Um, so we certainly do stuff of all different sizes. It's kind of whatever rolls in the door. Um, so you said like that the maid service will, will bring in items that they might have. Oops, I broke it. Um, can you think of anything that something's come in just completely smashed and damaged, um, but it I comes mean, out looking brand new? You can uh, check out our, our website. It's, it's uh, SFAS LLC, which stands for Sisson Fine Art Services LLC. Um, we have a bunch of pictures on our website. Uh, people, for example, one that we're using on a, on a brochure that we're printing now is a bowl that was completely shattered into 10 different pieces. And uh, Larry wrapped it up. Um, you use actually use a, a type of tape and a glue that fills into the cracks um, once they're already placed in instead of you know gluing something and then placing it. Um, and so, you, you know, you tape the bowl together, and then by the time that the glue is finished working, it looks completely new, and uh, it can even hold water, liquids, um, you know, it can be a soup bowl. You can do whatever you want with it. That's pretty amazing. Um, now, traditionally, would there be an educational path you could take to do this as a career, or is this more of like a uh, apprenticeship to become the conservationist? Well, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't to call myself a, a conservator I don't have the educational background there is a traditional path that you do to to for this line of work um, my boss has a degree in, in conservation and so you know he's a master's degree um, so you can certainly do it both ways but I, I definitely think that if uh, you know you really need a formal education to call yourself a conservator What's one of the most uh, appealing things that you see in what you've uh, done so far, as far as, um, I guess, the business aspect of it, like you said, but maybe as when you've been learning on the job? Well, it's been, it's been really neat to, to interact with a really cool group of people. Um, a lot of the people who are buying the art here in Cleveland are just a joy to work with. Um, you know, every single day I come into my job and I email various people who are all very pleasant. Um, What's really cool to me is that, that this job is is new every day. We're not working well. We rarely work on the same piece twice. Um, everything that comes to the door is a different project and a different puzzle to solve. Now, from the business side, um, like I said, it's been really nice talking with all these really interesting people. Um, it's it's been it's been fascinating to see the behind the scenes of how the art world works and and how the the business the in and out of museums and um, art handling services and shipping services, all how all that happens. Is there uh, off? This is probably hard to shoot from the hip, but what's the oldest piece that you think that Larry might have worked on? Well, that's really hard to tell. I mean, when you're dealing with shows like Art Basel um, in Miami Beach, um, it's millions and millions of dollars of art that goes through that show, um, and so mm-hmm. you know some of it is hands-on and is very, you know, a lot of what we do is very hands-on. It's very working with the piece and in a lot of detail and looking in and making sure that we have an understanding of the materials that are going into it. Other things, you know, if we're just packing and shipping a piece, we're looking at structurally how strong it is and then it's going into a custom box and it's out our door. So it's hard to tell exactly how old um, some of these pieces are. As far as values go, I mean, we've done stuff in the mil- several millions of dollars. Um, we generally don't uh, deal try to keep in mind too much about values because, uh, you know, art is art and, you know, it all needs to be treated equally and, and you need to 
whatever needs to be repaired needs to be repaired well. Is there a specific medium that you guys do a lot of, like statues more so than paintings or uh, glass bowls compared to, um, you know, um, you know, different kinds of art? Well, yeah, so, you, I mean, you mentioned paintings. Now, it's important to note that what we do is object conservation. So um, if you had a painting that had a puncture in it or something, you'd need to go to a paintings conservator. There's also furniture conservation. Um, there's all kinds of different conservation. Uh, what we do is objects. So, you know, like I said, we've done glass. Um, we can repair a piece of glass to look almost exactly like it was. You know, obviously, you know, if there's a crack in it, there's right. a crack in it. Um, but we can, we deal with ceramics pretty regularly, glass, wood. Um, we dealt with a, a very large iron and lead statue not too long ago. Um, so it's it's really a very wide variety of materials that we're dealing with. Um, now we talked about what is you, you like the most about the job. Um, is there anything that you don't like sometimes, like you get to move a lot of, you know, packages onto a truck, uh, back breaking, uh, you know, or is it pretty good all around? Well, um, yeah, there, there are certainly moments that are, that can be feel brutal. Um, we had a, a very large statue go out onto a truck recently. Um, statue weighed about 400 pounds. You know, it was like, what, you know, how do you, how do you get a 400 pound <laughs> statue from a gallery floor onto a truck? Um, mm -hmm. You do it, but you know you got to think about it. Um, so there are certainly it's there the challenges that come along with the job. I really really like no. what we do, um, but you know for example every time we see a piece somebody sends to us broken, you know you wince a little bit because you hate to see a piece of art that's broken. But you know we we do our best to repair it and we send it back you know in in the best condition we can get it to look. Right. Yeah, like that's one of the things that when I, I remember as a kid I'd go you know, to the different art museums and like you have a piece of art like the the Venus of uh, I think Venus Waldorf. The Venus of Wallendorf I think was the name of it. Okay. Um it's a fertility it's a fertility um from like Mesopotamia. Okay. And it's pieces like that I would I saw as a child, I was like, it's cracked and broken. Why are they showing it? You know? Right. But then again, you know, that's an ancient piece and I don't think that needs to be restored. Right. Or, um, but then again, you know, in modern art, there's so many um, different pieces that, especially I could see, you know, um, sentimental value to a piece. Certainly. Um, there's, a, there's an interesting distinction there that, you know, you mentioned there's a distinction between kind of conservation and restoration. Um, you know, we really look at restoration as, like you said, you know, if, you know, you famously have old statues missing arms or any, you know, or head or something like that. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. it's not really in the best interest of the piece to to create that from scratch if you don't have it, because we can't really tell what the artists, you know, the artists' um, uh, right. details were. So conservation, you know, really likes to keep that in mind. You know, if you have something that is historically significant, you may not want to restore certain parts of it in order for it to retain its authenticity. So that, there's that kind of fine line between conservation, you know, keeping keeping the eye goal in mind to, to have an authentic piece and restoration which is making it look like new and so you kind of have to balance that sometimes seems like a very fine line <laughs> yeah it must take a lot of yeah. a lot of uh knowledge to be able to distinguish that now we talked a little bit earlier um 
about the, the statue that say it was 400 pounds yeah. uh, to go from the floor to the truck. Um, can you think of anything that you've experienced that's been difficult that you might have had to think outside the box a little bit um, in your current position on um, kind of like on your feet going and, and troubleshooting to get something resolved when it comes? Sure, absolutely. I mean, anybody who works in shipping knows that, you know, things change all the time and sometimes it's completely out of your control. Um, so when certainly when dealing with, with shippers, you know, things change, pickup times change, um, you know, freight classes even change. So it's, uh, things can really change on the fly really quickly. You know, for example, one day we had a, a, a truck that was ready for a pickup and couldn't find its way into the area. And I was on the phone with the dispatcher and we're trying to get it into the gallery space. And it, it can be a little hectic at times, but for the most part, it's, um, it's a job that really requires you to take your time um, and, and to do it right. And so there aren't too many times when things really get all that insane. It would seem that like shipping just in general mm -hmm. would be like a logistics nightmare yeah. of you have to get things to arrive at a certain time. And with the conservation, you want them to, like you said, you're using custom cases. You're making sure it's packed correctly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. You you pull it off. I would be a nervous wreck if it was me. Uh, I'd be worrying nonstop. What happens in the packaging? I mean, when when we charge someone to pack and ship something, we're going to create a, a custom a custom solution for not only the type of piece that it is, but the mm -hmm. method that it is going. Um, so you know, if something shipping UPS, you best believe that that thing is going. That box is going to be indestructible because they you know, <laughs> they use chutes and ladders and all kinds of other things to get get things where they need to go uh right you know they're able to do it quickly because of that but you know if, if we're shipping something through an an art handling an art carrier um and there are shipping services now they're you know significantly more expensive but you know we worry a little bit less about the packaging um, and we can and we can do certain things to the packaging that allow the art handlers both during the trip and after the trip to be able to open the package a little easier yeah, it sounds like you might use the, the freight, you know, depending on what you're shipping compared to, you know, using your traditional UPS, FedEx, um, right. you know, might want to use someone that has, you know, a better truck where you know it's being watched and taken care of from A to B. Yes. Um, now, you said this was, you got turned on this by, uh, I think you said a family member. Yep. Has your family been pretty supportive of what you've done? I mean, this isn't what you've gone to school for. But now it's turning into this career. Are they are they backing you up on My it? My family's been supportive from day one. Uh, they were supportive from the day that I chose to pick a philosophy major, and you know, which is widely joked about as not having any practical applications. Um, they're they've been really really good about it. Um, they're thrilled that I'm working in the art world and working with some some really cool people. Um, my sister is interning at the Met in New York, so you know, the family is is very into the art world and, and supportive of it. And so, you know, me, me doing this job in this field is, has certainly um, been right up their alley of support. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess to, to close, where do you see yourself in the next, you know, we'll say two to 10 years? Well, um, Larry and I are, are expanding the business pretty rapidly. Um, we have a lot of stuff coming in the door. We're always looking for more. Um, We've recently expanded to, I, I, I posted actually a Reddit post on a build a PC. I offered them um, 
desks at cost. We're, we're, we're making custom computer desks for some people at cost um, so that we can have a, a finished product. People can see what, what they might want to buy. And we're looking to expand into building a completely custom from scratch computer desks um, with any of the bells and whistles that people want to have. So who knows as far as two, five, and ten years. It'll it'll be it'll be interesting to see kind of what other fields we may ex- expand into, but um, I think I think Larry, the our conservator, has quite a, a broad and deep background of experience that I I really I it's I it's a surprise every day. That's a good way to grow a business. That's really good that he's trying new things. You're trying new things. So you said that was on Reddit. So that would be uh, reddit.com slash r slash build a PC. Yes, that's correct. For the the post on the desks. Well, the post now is no, but if you're if you're curious about it, uh, contact us at info at sfasllc.com and we can we can start talking about it. Great. And your in the website is what again? Uh, it's SFAS System Fine Art Services LLC.com. That's SFASLLC.com. Great, Noel. Well, I really appreciate you talking to me. I've never really heard of this field before, so now I'm coming out once again, knowing more than I did going in. And yeah, hopefully we can uh, check out our website. We have a lot of pictures on there as well. Great, and that's another great way to learn is by reading and seeing. Yep. Um, but I really appreciate it, and uh, thanks for talking to me today. Absolutely. Thanks for listening in today and be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss that one episode that can change your career path. We're passionate about sharing all the possibilities of occupations out there and we'd like to keep moving full steam ahead. Consider becoming a patron of the show and go to patreon.com slash what do you do podcast to see how you can support the show.